sermon illustration that I that I've been debating whether to use in this upcoming sermon. I debated whether to use it in this one. Should I just do it here on the air or should I not? What do you think? Go for it. I mean, if you're not going to, well, I don't sure. know whether I'm going to use it or not. So, but <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. We'll see how. <laughs> if it's good, we'll do both. Well, That's we it. might. Right. Yeah, you can write in and say whether I should use it in the sermon this next week. That's it. That's it. When I was 16 years old, I wrecked my car within oh, six no. weeks of getting my license. No, no, um, no, 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 I, no. It was late on a uh, evening. The roads were wet, and a friend and I were not necessarily racing, but kind of racing. Um, <laughs> he got ahead of me and then I was behind him. We were on these country roads and I was, you know, kind of keeping up with him. Well, we came to a stoplight or stop sign. He turns and uh, gets a little ahead of me. So I try to catch up with him on some S turns. Being a young driver on a wet road, my I start fishtailing, overcorrect, Mm-mm. boom, right into the uh, side of a bank. Fortunately, I'm the only one in the car. Well, the car does. I think I my my feeling was that it did about a hundred, you know, a three hundred and sixty <laughs> degree spin and comes to yeah. to rest six feet from a sheriff's car that had been coming in the opposite oh, direction. Oh no, 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 no! There's like this just <laughs> deathly silence that I recall, and it felt like five minutes. Um, yeah. But then his lights come on. He rolls down his window. And he goes, "Are you okay?" And I rolled it, and I was like, "Yeah, I think so." He goes, good, because I'm not. He said, I think I wet my pants. <laughs> he said, you scare me to death. So we pull over. In the meantime, all my friends who are coming from the same event that oh, are no, driving no. past, he must have been scared because the next thing I know, there's two state troopers, two other sheriff's deputies. All It looks like a drug bust is going down. Ken's going down. <laughs> and so anyway, so obviously oh, I got a ticket for exceeding the safe <laughs> speed limit. Fortunately, he goes, I thought I saw another car that was moving kind of fast come past me. I go, did you? <laughs> I don't know anything he about goes, that. So I'm not going to ask you any further questions about that because so, I don't want any. He said, but uh, you would agree that you were exceeding the safe speed limit. I said, I think we could agree on that. <laughs> I wouldn't have had the accident. Well, oh, man. I had, so I needed to get out of that ticket, obviously, as a new uh, – and so I went to court. Not to fight it. My uh, dad had a friend who was a, in the uh, prosecutor's – and they said, just go in and plead basically no contest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's called prayer for judgment. <laughs> Like basically, yeah, I did it. Please forgive me and give me another chance. So I go in, and this judge is not a nice man. Oh no! I heard all the people in front of me, and I was—I I thought it was hilarious until it was my, it was my turn. turn. Yeah. And so I get up front, and I—I uh, I had already talked to the prosecutor. They'd already agreed that they were going to accept, you know, go along with go it. With so it, yeah. the judge, says, how do you plead, Mister Wetmore? Uh, I said, I'm—I'm I'm asking for prayer for judgment. He looks down and he goes, "What's that?" I was like, oh, man, if you don't know, I, I don't ex- know if I know. Do I have to explain like, it yeah, to the so, judge? Yeah, right? So I was like, I kind of was like, well, you know, it's basically I'm telling you I'm guilty, but I'm just asking you to have mercy on me. How long have you been driving? Six weeks. What kind of student are you? A little bit better than C. Because yeah. you're not a very impressive uh, – your argument is not very impressive to me. He looks over at the uh, district attorney and says, what do you think? And the district attorney says, well, sir, you know, he's been very compliant. He's, you know, this is first offense. First offense, he's been driving for six weeks. He said, how many offenses could he rack up before this? And uh, and the, pro- the prosecutor grins and like, well, he goes, look, he goes, we're okay with it. And and the judge goes, oh. he looks and he looks over at the, the trooper who's there. He goes, surely you who see all kinds of dumb mistakes and the results, you can't be okay with this. And the trooper said, look, the kid was respectful to me. You know, I don't have a problem with it. And the judge's like, oh, oh man. He goes, you, 
come sit here and I'll think about it. He had me sit right in front of his bench (laughs) for an hour. What? For an hour. I sat there and I didn't know. I mean, just case after case and I'm just sitting there. Finally, the man looks down and goes, I decided to go ahead and grant your request. Go fill out your paperwork and be gone. And don't you ever get in trouble again. I mean, it's like that quick. Get out of here. I disliked that guy for years. But as I grew up, I realized what he'd done. I was terrified. I never wanted to show up in his court Court, again. No, no. And what seemed like meanness was actually his kindness. He was trying to keep me alive. Yeah. And he did. It slowed me down. It did slow me down and it made me a better driver somewhat. And so I think sometimes God's grace, which we'll be talking about in the next sermon, but God's yeah. grace is like that. It seems like it's harsh, but it's not. And it's not that God hasn't forgiven us. That judge had already—I know that guy had already decided what he was going to do probably before he even, even. asked the district attorney. He knew what he was going to do. And it wasn't like my he hadn't already forgiven me. But he also wanted me to not make the same mistake again in a, in a, in a way that could kill myself or other people. Right. Yeah. And I think that God is that way, that sometimes the mm-hmm. consequences aren't meant to punish us as much as they're meant to help us remember well, yeah. why, why it's not a good idea. <laughs> um, and some of it's just a natural consequence. You know, if you step off a cliff, it's not that gravity hates you. <laughs> yeah. It's just— it likes the you natural a lot. consequence of stepping off of a cliff. It's it loves not, you. Yeah, it's, 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 bring it's bring me into you your into embrace. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that so much of what you just said was when we were in that situation. There's there's so much going on. There's fear. There's absolute dread that you have. You know, this has gone to this level when it was just a little bit of fun. So why? I mean, I gotta, gotta, gotta go to court. Yeah. I got people on my side now. You're gonna be the flying that might make you know. And we're in that situation and you're trying to think – your mind is thinking of all these different scenarios and, oh, man, why didn't I just oh, – I shouldn't have done that. I was down and now look what I got myself into. And there's – your mind fights with it's, it's with yourself about what you did and what's appropriate for maybe punishment or, you know, I can't believe we're here. But I think the – at the end of it, like you said, when we find out later on down the road, we all have that that point where we go, wow, God – through this situation, through the judge, through this, and I really did learn a lesson. I was bitter about it. I could have been a lot nicer about it. I could have told – I could have talked about this guy a lot nicer to people. Mm-hmm. I could have done a lot of things better. And then the next time I think we go into the next one a little bit smarter and go, all right, yeah, I mean I really screwed up. And I hope that it doesn't turn into another one of these or another one of those but I'm I'm also really going to try to pick out the details where I can learn something and, yeah. and try not to double down on bad decision making. Yeah, and I think the other part of it for us to think about too is like there are times where the loving thing to do and the forgiving thing to do is to allow somebody to suffer the consequences yeah. of a decision that they've made. And it's not – and the, the question for me always when I'm in that situation is am I doing this it's, because it makes <laughs> yep. me feel good right. to see them suffer? Or am I doing it because I think this is genuinely the best thing for them? And, uh, you know, for those of us who have kids, you know that sometimes the worst thing on earth is to watch your child suffer the consequences of something that you you could spare them from, right. but you know that they need to learn that lesson. And usually if I'm feeling good about them, 
uh, suffering. <laughs> then that's not a good sign. It's not a good, it's sign. Not a good sign. It's a sign that I probably haven't forgiven Man. what I need to. On yeah. the other hand, consequences are a natural part of life, and they can be very important. And, and taking away the consequences from p- people is sometimes not at all the loving thing to do. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's, but that is hard as a parent. You think about it as a kid, and you go, I will never do that to my kids. And then you're like, <laughs> oh no, eat your words, mister. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs>